Welcome back to Adult and Anonymous. My name is Kutzai Manitia and I'm so glad you could join us. If you have noticed a pattern of unhealthy and emotional challenging behaviors in your love life or your adult relationships, then this episode is for you. Today I am joined by a lovely lady who recently became a new mom and this will be interesting for later on to discuss a very important topic but before we dive into that I'm just going to hand over to Pearl. Firstly welcome to Adulting Anonymous and please do introduce yourself. Uh, thank you so much. So my name is Pearl Linda, Mrs. Pearl Linda. Ooh. I call myself the the mom, the boss, the the female version of a of a warrior love that. but that's just me um so my profession is i'm a double major in social work and psychology mainly focusing on people development on a day-to-day oh, i love that that's yeah. my passion i feel like someone should have who told you to study personal to go that route because i feel like had someone told me i would have gone that route knowing what i know now So the reality is that it's not for everyone because Mm. so when I went to varsity initially, I wanted to do from law to business to people. No. Okay. No. The the reality is that I'm not that insane (laughs) to want to balance sheets and stuff. I know it's your thing and I know it's my people's thing, but then I wanted to study people, whether it is people in a courtroom or people outside or people like sociology was one of my passions, even though when you study it, it doesn't feel that way. (laughs) But I, so I took multiple modules and then I was able to see, okay, what resonates with me, what doesn't. So I'm glad that UP obviously offers that option. So mm. then I actually realized when I walked into a psych class, um, the lecturer just resonated with me. They started talking brains. They started talking human behavior. And I'm mm. like, yes, mm. we are here for it. And um, social work. Then I walked in there and I was like, study of social behavior and humans. And I'm like, yes, oh I'm supposed <laughs> to be here. Um, so then I, sociology, like I said, I did a bit of philosophy and I was like, mm, no, no. Let's not do that. Um, it's too confusing. So mm-hmm. then I kind of then gravitated towards social work and psychology mm. and criminology. So everything studying the person, the mind. Human behavior. The behavior. I love that because I've also just recently started studying towards like an integral coach um, certification. Awesome. So it really does focus on also like human behavior, trying to change yes. their habits, trying to yes. understand why a person is the way they are. So that's I, dope. I don't know, but like, I don't think you can call me a number cruncher <laughs> at this point in time. I feel like I qualify <laughs> to be here. Well. I earn my seat at the table, but it's so lovely having you. Um, Thank you. Like I said, guys, she's a new mom. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. How's motherhood treating it's, you? It's a, it's, so it's a beautiful journey. I keep saying that the fact that God entrusted me with a human being and um, is able to actually say just keep this child alive and expose her to the Christian values and principles from a very young age. I mean, mm. I read the Bible to her now mm. and I sit there and my husband is just like, I think you are... <laughs> not okay because she's not hearing you (laughs) and i'm like no but the thing is like it's so deeply rooted and i was i was sharing with him actually this very morning about attachment Mm. which we will get into later on and i was like it's so strange because they say that a child's um attachment style is developed from like the 11th month exactly from of living but Mm. i don't think so because already now when she cries it's a cue of i need something Mm. i need you to react i need you to and if you don't already you're like forming and shaping 
keeping that attachment style. Exactly. So I don't know if if you haven't noticed by now, (laughs) if you don't know what we'll be talking about today, we're sorry, we kind of jumped ahead of ourselves. We are discussing attachment styles and their roles in relationships. Hmm. I'll just innately socialize. Sure. So I'll just tell you how I got introduced to um attachment styles. Mm. I am obviously a chartered accountant by profession. Mm. I work with numbers. When I see a person, what I see is what I get. I mm. don't I don't stop to think, you know, something could be happening, you know, behind the reason why she's not, you know, balancing the balance sheet, like you said, is probably because I mean her mom abandoned her shame, poor little child. I do not think like that. You're not like, oh, she's human. <laughs> no. You just see numbers and you're like, done. Exactly. So it wasn't until, unfortunately, <laughs> it wasn't until a breakup I went yeah. through. <laughs> Those ones tend to do that to us. They always mm. reveal. You're like, uh-uh. Oh. I beg. <laughs> so I went through a breakup oh, and sure. obviously I went for therapy. Like I had been going for th- therapy anyway. So it just happened to be something that came up. And I was qu- talking to my therapist. I was like, I don't understand why this person is like this and like that. And I started to um, personalize and internalize mm. um, the person's actions. And sure. so if a person was acting like X, Y, Z, I would blame it on myself. And she's like, tell me more, you know. And I told her, and it basically became one of those, oh, I see why you're like this. Mm. You said your mom died when you were, and you said this person is like, you know, and that's when she's like, your attachment style, baby girl, Mm. is this, 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 this. So um, before we get into the attachment styles, what are they, what's the role of an attachment style? How do you guys use it? So it's actually quite complex um, mm. because, like, I was, I, I, there's the the normal words that people use. So you're avoidant, you're anxious, mm. you're ambivalent, and then there's the 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 I almost want to say the co words. Yeah. So and that is what I want to speak to because sometimes I use them interchangeably, mm. and then it can confuse people. So you get your secure att- attachment, and as of as as I've already spoken to it, it's more of the the person that is the most secure emotionally, intimately, and connected with themselves. Mm. So they love them mm-hmm. and um, they love other people and they're open to other people loving them. And then they also are open to being loved. Yeah. So it's a whole it's a whole mixture of uh, what, what I call a holistic person mm. for me. So then you, the secure attachment is generally the one that stands alone. And then the other ones are called insecure attachments because all three of them, even though they're actually working on a fifth, which I'm not going to touch on today because I started researching it. (laughs) We're broken enough. (laughs) Yeah, we are. We are broken enough. But um, so there's then anxious, preoccupied. Mm -hmm. And then there's the one I am. Oh, okay. I'm anxious, preoccupied. Oh, really? Yes. It's good to know yourself, huh? Mm. It feels actually empowering because it then is. You, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. make, so we've got anxious, preoccupied. Yeah, and then we have avoidant, dismissive, mm-hmm. and then we have avoidant, fearful, which yes. is also called the disorganized, disorganized um, disoriented, because this person is actually a combination of the anxious and the avoidant. Mm. So they are a whole lot of confused. Mm. But um, yeah, so those are the four main ones that we deal with and the reality of why we look at attachment styles in human behavior is because like you said when a person in their formative years and this was john um bowlby mm-hmm. i say his name fernie 
Mm. Um, <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce his surname. Yeah. I just I know Joel Bol- Bolby. Yeah. Bolby? We'll go with Balbi for he's now. He's the founder of the attachment. Yeah, styles, so he's the founder, and then um, there was a Mary Ainsworth who also came up later on just to add on to them. Mm-hmm. But basically, his reasoning was that whatever happens in your childhood will form who you become as an adult. adult exactly. And these are like things such as, for example, you you um, you relate with people based on how you related with your primary caregivers. Exactly, and your primary caregivers are your parents. So I'll oh, it doesn't need to be because think sorry, about like, it. Sorry, like yeah, your parents, your guardians, yes. the you know people yes. that are basically taking care of you and responsible for you at that yeah. time. Yeah, because if you think about the South African context, we're dealing with children-headed household, we're mm. dealing with grandparents-headed exactly. household, we're dealing with single-parent-headed yes. household. Mm. So there's so much that we need to take into consideration and as I was actually exploring it within myself, because I always say that the beautiful thing about um, social work and psych is th- it murders you first. Yes. <laughs> Even the coaching, they Deals make you go through <laughs> before you deal with anyone else. And, and you're like, I didn't sign up. Like, I'm not okay. But that's not the aim. <laughs> that's not the aim. The aim is to realize um, who you are so that you mm. do not obviously project all of that onto other, other people. people. Mm. So when I realized back in the day when I was still stu- studying, I was the disorganized one but then I've put in the work obviously through therapy I've put in the work Mm. through dealing with mentors and having people that really like um, accountability that spoke into my life Mm. to a point where now I am a secure attachment and it actually shows that it's possible well done it is really really possible even though people are just like yeah but that sounds like a lot of work yeah so I just want to let's use me as an example right and Mm -hmm. I guess you can then talk to like how you move from one to another because it is possible. So I guess what I'm hearing from you is that, especially with you as an example, is that mm. you can change from being one pers- um, attachment style to another given that you do the work or given that you don't do the work, <laughs> you know, because you will could be hard <laughs> without the work though. Exactly. The thing is you can become, uh, you can switch from, let's say, disorganized to fearful. You can actually, yes. you know, depending on what type of work you put in yes. yourself. So for example, a person who loses their mother. So this is how my therapist explained it to me. Mm-hmm. You know, because you lost your mom at an early age, um, you received that as rejection. Mm. And because you received it as rejection, you've got a lot of people-pleasing habits. Mm-hmm. And you're always overperforming your way into people's lives. Do you know what I mean? So You I, guys are the givers. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're yeah, just like, yeah, you take, take, yeah, you know. And I was, like, shocked because I was like, how do you know my entire life just by, you know, one thing? And the thing is, it was spot on. Mm. So now part of me, the the good thing about self-awareness, especially when someone, you know, brings it to light, is that now you can, like you said, you're aware of it and it's empowering. So when you catch yourself overperforming, you're like, oh, hold on, wait. Um, don't do this. Hold oh, on. Oh, where is it stemming from? Uh, where is it stemming from? Why do you feel the need to mm. do ABC? You know what I mean? So I like that explanation. Do do you mind just going um di- diving deeper into the different secure so to the different insecure types and explaining like w- what that means essentially for me to call myself like anxious preoccupied what does that really mean and you know the rest as well. All right. So I'm going to speak to and I'm I'm going to obviously 
hone in on your experience and mm. then you learned knowledge <laughs> i love the fact that you're knowledgeable and you're actually doing the work yeah. uh, kudos on that it's it's not a lot of people who's willing to go through that so ambivalent attachment style speaks to you have a negative self image and then you have a positive other image so i always say that these types of people have a very um external locus of control so they feel like a lot of things that happen externally mm. because remember your attachment styles also go with your central nervous nervous system okay. so how you excuse <laughs> <laughs> no i'm i'm going to unpack so how you go through whether you fight you freeze or you flee mm. as a response to danger mm. is how your attachment styles also go okay. hand in now hand you, now you're making sense <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no no that's how i'm just like no i'll go i'll go a layer deeper yeah. so if you think about it that way so the self dimension it says to you that i'm not worthy of love mm. i'm not capable of getting love mm. i need without being angry or clingy mm. so it sounds it sounds really that's me right that's yeah. the anxious preoccupied yeah mm -hmm. so it's it sounds really extreme because you're just like oh, ah, mm. not me <laughs> no. <laughs> but we need to highlight though because I read somewhere that you don't necessarily have to relate to all of them yes, yes. so it's not all the things yes. that we say that are like no human being can be boxed exactly the reality of information being provided is so that you can see what you identify with mm. and so that you can see what work needs to be done exactly that's like all that. yeah okay and then so from another dimension you have others are capable of meeting my needs but might not do so because of my flaws mm -hmm. and others are trustworthy and reliable but might abandon me because of my worthlessness drag me so <laughs> <laughs> so this is me taking kudzai legit like drag me <laughs> But it's if, if you yeah. think about it practically, so think about it practically. You have somebody, say for example, I'm your friend mm. and I'm a secure attachment. Mm. I come to you with all of the love, with all of with all of myself, and yeah. all of myself is a very full package, man, yeah. because I bring the damn table. Oh, right. Hey. You <laughs> right. bring the wood, the I, legs, the tree, <laughs> the tree, <laughs> and the soul, everything, and you just rock up. And I just okay. rock up, yeah. So then, for example, so a secure attachment person has a positive self and a positive other. Yeah. So that's the person that says I'm worthy of love. I'm capable of getting the love and support I need. Mm. And from an other's dimension, others are willing and able to love me mm. because I believe I'm worthy. Love that. Speaks Period. to worthiness. Period. At the end of the day. <laughs> so I come with my full loveness. Yeah. And with my people can love. People mm. I receive my love and you just like no but Pearl, you don't actually love me. You don't, yeah. You are pretending. Mm. And and people with your type of attachment style tend to actually think that we people with a secure attachment style are fake. Yeah, she's like, are you doing too much? Yeah. Why? You're like, what you're did I do? Up. And also because we're people pleasers and they have to. If we don't perform, we're like, okay, so why do you love me again? Yes. What did I do to deserve yes. this? I didn't. I didn't buy you flowers. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Definitely. I didn't. I didn't do anything to earn it. Mm. And the reality is that how you get away from that mindset has a lot to do with, firstly, girl, child, you are worthy. Oh, thank you. Because if you're not going to get the fact that you're worthy, and, and I get that the trauma, your previous life traumas mm. contributes to that, it's I remember I had to write little sticky notes really? when I was dealing with myself oh. in my super single years. Mm. I will refer to those two years as <laughs> the years that changed my life. I wrote sticky notes. Um, the sticky notes were legit verses mm -hmm. of what God says, says about, about me. You, so yes. obviously I'm a Christian if you yes. haven't figured that out. 
um, <laughs> like born, saved again, everything yeah. to do with Jesus Christ, our yeah. Lord and Savior. So I wrote down legit everything that God says about me. The fearfully and wonderfully made, you are loved, you're worthy, I chose you, I picked you. Amen. And every single day, mm. brushing my teeth, I'm Let's out see. here and I'm just like, oh, the Lord loves me so much. He died for me. Yeah. The Lord says I'm worthy. He's chosen me. Yeah. Every day. And obviously they say habit takes either 21 days or 64 days. I feel like these days are changing every day. But we will not go into that for now. It's a topic for another yeah. day. So then mm. every single day as I continue to say those affirmations to myself, I got to a point where I actually started believing them. Yeah. So then when people would ask me, like, who's your favorite person to chill with? I'm like, me? Period. I know that's right. <laughs> and they're like, no, but like, you're such an extrovert. I'm like, me? absolutely. I love people with everything inside of me. But also there's nothing like being in your PJs oh, at home presence. with your that. junk food. <laughs> <laughs> and dealing with your life and making bad life decisions. Exactly. Because then in my And also head, catching your thoughts and correct and self-correcting and self-healing. I think that's yes. the most thing that I've... Because I'm like, same as you. I've just been going through some things and just been, <laughs> you know, doing a little, little sum myself. Love it. <laughs> Love it. And I do agree with you because um, sometimes you just need... You need to shut the world out and just silence the distractions and listen to what does Pearl want. Exactly. Um, what does Pearl think about this? I, I was laughing mm. at people. I was like, I left Twitter in March, and that the was the fact that you can do Twitter. <laughs> kudos. Thank you, thank Can't. you, thank you. I'm here till Thursday. Guys, why are they 150 <laughs> characters? I feel like I've reached a new level of maturity <laughs> just by saying that. I left it because I had forgotten, not forgotten. I had ceased to understand what opinion was mine. Mm. You know, I would log on to Twitter and they're like, hey, in daughter, must. Yeah, the sun is bright. Oh, no, today we're taking offense on this. And I was like, girl, are you really offended? Or is, are you offended because there's like 13,000 retweets on that? Do you really think a man should pay on the first date? <laughs> or do you, is it because Or should a man have a van? Should a Because <laughs> apparently that's a thing now. <laughs> you know, type of in thing. The should a woman How? wake up at five o'clock? Is it because it's got 50,000 retweets? And I had to ask myself, what does Kudzai think sure. about this? You know? And the more I was absent from that platform, I love Twitter. It makes me laugh. I, I'll be there, kiki, kiki. But I was like, I need to know what Kudzai thinks. I need to know what Kudzai mm. likes. And I need to know what offends her, not what offends her because majority feels offended by. So I, I love that you mentioned that, you know, you were with yourself and you yeah. spoke to that. Let's dive into the other two insecure types. So I love that you've already explained the anxious, preoccupied and the secure as well. Um, what about the other two insecure ones? Just as a last note, mm. as a generation that's living in the here and the now, we're very over-informed. Mm. And often we over-informed with information that takes away our personalities. Sure. You just said that. Legit in a nutshell. Preach. And as I'm sitting here, I'm just like, it's so sad because young people think, yeah, I'm woke. Yeah. I'm out no, here. No, baby. baby you're not woke. <laughs> you don't, you don't know have who you opinion. are. <laughs> exactly. You have people's opinions. Exactly. So, um, but yet again, it's the work that you're putting in mm. and. Oh, I Anyways, love that. My type of person. Avoidant attachment style. So this is obviously the you perceive the self as positive mm -hmm. and you perceive others as negative. Mm. So it's very opposite the, your my attachment. So now imagine these two dating. I'm you're not my way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, continue. So imagine <laughs> these two dating. So if, if we can just quickly 
touch on this one. So yeah. it d- perceives the self as positive and others as negative. Mm. So what this basically means is it says, I'm worthy of love. I'm capable of getting the love and support I need. Mm. And then the other dimension says, others are either unwilling or incapable of loving me. Excuse Who's us. Who's incapable? Excuse us. The words. <laughs> Anyways, incapable. And then others are not trustworthy. They mm. are unreliable when it comes to meeting my needs. Mm. So this person is very also... Self-absorbed? Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to use that okay. word. Yeah, I had to be corrected like with my coaching. They're like, you use such harsh words. Why can't you? It's your profession. It's my profession. It's your profession. Say it as it is. We, so. we love you, but you don't know. You guys are it's really black like, and white. You know, so what? how does that make you feel? I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> you no, 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 no. Yeah. It's your profession. We tend to find words that are just like, I don't think you are coping today. <laughs> You're seeing flames, eh? Life is dealing with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So now imagine, okay, so avoidance attachment style. So this mm. is positive self and negative others. Mm. So when ambivalent attachment and avoidant come together, mm. you're number one. Ambivalent things, no, mm. I do not deserve. Yeah, that's me. I am not worthy. AKA the anxious preoccupied, yeah. Avoidant is like, I deserve. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I deserve. People can't just give it to me. Yeah. They do not have the capacity to give it to me. So now the opposite happens Mm. where they tend to be attracted to each other, obviously, because this one is attracted to the fact that this person is so self absorbed. They can love themselves, they can walk. And the other attachment style, Mm. um, ambivalent doesn't know how to do that for themselves so they're like oh how do you get that right yeah but meanwhile they are actually so unhealthy because with the ambivalent they are drawn to the positivity of that Mm. not being aware of the negativity of that sure you're preaching so offering basket please (laughs) (laughs) and then um so the last one is this organized attachment so Mm. this is a combination i always say of the two others so avoidant and ambivalent so this is where the two then come together and you're just a whole lot of chaos Mm. and and not in a bad way but this is because i used to be this so no judgment at all so you negative self and negative others you're just negative in general so here you like I'm not worthy of love. I'm not capable of getting the love I need without being angry or clingy. And the other dimension is others are unable to meet my needs. Mm. Others are not trustworthy or reliable. Others are abusive and I deserve it. Mm. And how, how does such a person deal with, let's say, heartbreak or just negative life events? Do they isolate mm shut down they don't talk to people how does that work so what i want to mention is that attachment styles are on a spectrum Mm. so in as much as you can get a person on a certain attachment style and they can be the healthy Mm. version of this attachment style when they're stable because you're stable you you are of a sound mind Mm. so you you almost can rationalize Mm -hmm. to be loving to another person, oh, even okay, if you do you. not perceive you, that that you. person can do got the same you. for you. Gotcha. Um, and then, so on the spectrum, when they are stable, they can cope. They mm. can do, and by cope, I mean they can see everything as negative because they generally, those are the people that are, oh, we doomed, our petrol yeah. prices are going up. <laughs> ah, the, the country. Climate yo, change. Climate change. Yo. <laughs> 
city of Joburg, <laughs> yo. So it's it's they're very negatively inclined. Okay. And and because they are negatively inclined, it becomes hard for them to deal with self mm-hmm. because the self is also negative. So they tend to be very prone to actually also experience a bit of uh, mental illness in illnesses so your depression anxiety and those types of things mm. so on an extreme spectrum it's not it doesn't look good yeah i love that you brought the depression and the mental health um issues because i think what we want to highlight is that like strongly expressed insecure attachment styles can cause anxiety depression and you know mm. mental health challenges so if you're listening to this and you haven't really been taking this seriously, this is your sign. Yeah. <laughs> this no, is your now sign. Is the time. Now <laughs> is the time <laughs> when we're about to finish. So I just want to like ask in terms of, um, you know, the people that you've worked with or, you know, being the guru up in here. <laughs> well. uh, what are some of the ways people in the insecure attachment styles can do or can you know, engage in to basically move themselves from insecure to secure? So the, the, it's a lot of work. Mm. It's not, it's not an easy journey. I, I call it, I used to say, and my friends laugh when I say this, but I always say that, um, they, I had super single years yeah. and by super single years, that's when I was doing the work. Mm. I had two years where I was like, no boyfriend, mm-hmm. no nothing. This is just me and God sorting me out. Exactly. And we are going to make sure that I come out on the other side a much more healthier version of myself. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, like I said, I, I, I have never actually gone for formal therapy myself, what? even though I'm a therapist. Strange. What? Strange. I went for it's therapy. the accountants that have the bad <laughs> bank balances. <laughs> no. So I went for therapy um, briefly. I want to say two years ago. No, okay. not two years ago. Three years ago. It's a lie. Three years ago. For two sessions. Mm-hmm. And because I walked in there already having done the work on myself, mm-hmm. as soon as the therapist started talking, I was just like, So Man. bored. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I did the work. So basically, you need to do the work. You need to do therapy. I'm for therapy. Yes. Um, even though for me, it, it obviously had its own challenges because the lady was just more focused on my trauma than anything else. Mm-hmm. But um, do therapy. It, it does work. Mm. It does work. I know a lot of people, especially in our African community, black communities, guys, yeah. they're just like, yeah, I don't need to see a shrink. And you're like, but you do. Because, I mean, if you're sick and you have flu, you go to the doctor. Mm. And if the doctor gives you medicine, you take it. So yeah. why would you not do that for your mental wellness? Exactly. So anyway, so see a therapist, but then also get people that hold you accountable. Mm. People that will call you out on your rubbish. Legit, like when you, um, I remember one of the ladies, there was a guy who once said to me that I am, I overcompensate. So I, I overcompensate because in the one area of my life, when I do not feel like I'm succeeding, I overcompensate and try to overly focus on that. And I went and I sat with this accountability and I was like, Hmm. Is this something that you actually see in me? And she was like, no. And I know you. Mm -hmm. And I spend a lot of time with you. So I'm not sure whether this person is speaking from their hurt. Uh, And then they're projecting it on you. So get somebody accountable who will call you out on your 
on your BS nonsense <laughs> <laughs> on your nonsense and then also get a, a support structure that is so i obviously being a therapist i have a bunch of therapist friends which is yes. not always a good, good thing. thing um because then <laughs> you we guys t- just sit there and you'll be like hey avoidant <laughs> yeah. when you when you come together you're just like my one friend i was calling him out the other day i was just like I really think that you're not okay. And the fact that you want to, you know, mm. do certain things in your life, maybe you should evaluate that because your attachment style is not working for you. <laughs> and he's just like, Pearl, stop. Stop it. And, I'm, and, and it's important because if you have a support structure, obviously not everybody will be able to have therapists, but if you have a support structure, even your CA buddies, mm. um, I know a lot of healthy CAs. Yeah. People. Um, but I know a lot of healthy people that work with numbers, but because they did the work and the first time they encountered me, they were just like, but Pearl, you call me on my BS and you don't even know me. Exactly. And I'm like, but it's because innately, I don't want you to be an unhealthy version of yourself. I, I can't it. help, but want you to be the best version of yourself. Mm. So I'm pro people being healthy yeah i love that (laughs) so so yeah so do the work get a support structure that is really um going to be for you and not against you and also if you actually think about it attachment styles come through in friendships too yeah because you tend to gravitate towards people that are very Very similar similar to you yeah and then because both of you guys are very unhealthy Mm. (laughs) you end up thinking to yourself no we are fine yeah this is how our yeah. friendship is bffs for life no. no honey it's not that you guys are fine it's that you guys it's relate it's, to the same yes, problems and, and hurt, hurt yeah and trauma mm. so yeah so look at and review your friendships and also because they form part of your support structure and have the hard conversations with your family mm. that i found to be very helpful i remember i called my mom so being the the lioness in my life that she is yeah um initially i didn't have a great relationship with my mom but mm. now you wouldn't say that if you look at us she's yeah. like legit my bf i call her for every i'm like yo mom this child just pooped yeah and she's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so for example get get have hard conversations with your family members mm. that formed helped you form that attachment style okay because then um especially for example so with you obviously it's going to be different because your mom is late yeah but if you can have a discussion with your grandmother who most probably helped formulate the attachment style that you have Mm. or whoever raised you yeah then you are also able to deal with the actual hurt Mm. so that you do not end up imposing that actual hurt on your new boyfriend on your child on your friend on your colleague because then it comes across on a broader spectrum hey so all i'm hearing is get people who hold you accountable in whatever form meant um sorry therapist friends family wherever the hurt actually stems from Mm. and you'll be good but Thank you for telling us about the ways we can actually, you know, develop secure attachment styles. But you know what they say, prevention is better than cure. And as a new mother, I'm interested to know about what are some of the things you're doing to ensure that your baby girl grows up as a secure attachment style. Sure. You <laughs> you legit hit below the belt there. I was just like you went to my child. Okay. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I oh, did. No, We're coming into touch house. on the most important thing in my life after my husband. <laughs> um but so okay. Sorry about that. So um okay, so s- I'm going to almost break it down and mm. say that it goes to responding to cues. 
Okay. At the moment, her form, main form of communication is crying. Yeah. So obviously, at her age, mm-hmm. she's about a month old. Oh my god. Um, she it's either poop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sleep. I want to eat. eat. Or I my diapers fall. Yeah. So it cannot be anything else. It's not complex, guys. <laughs> and the thing is. Do, like do kids like feel because I know there's the physical aspect mm-hmm. and then there's also the emotional aspect mm-hmm. um, that are discussed when it comes to attachment styles how do they distinguish between like what's physical and now what's emotional so at a very tender age it's not yet because they don't have the vocabulary yeah so a lot of the thing um, even earlier on what I want to add on to support structure and mentors and therapists and people that you need to it's also you need to get a vocabulary of emotions Mm. to speak to Mm. because if you cannot speak to how you're feeling or how you're perceiving someone or how you are um, in a relationship you will not be able to ever get it right yeah so once you have the words to say that um, I, I'm going to give a very silly example. The other day, um, someone said to me, do not call me, do not call me a thief. So mm. obviously in Sudana, it's like dort. Mm. And <laughs> because I was being silly and I was saying to them, ah, oh, you know, you said that you want to do something and now you didn't. Ah, oh, yeah. I said it so passing, mm. legit nonchalant. And this person turned around and they were like, please don't mm. say that. The power of spoken mm. words. And I'm just like, ooh, I've been checked. <laughs> okay. And then I had to ask, why is it triggering so much? Yeah. I was like, why are you so sensitive to me calling you? Yes, I understand the power of spoken words. And yes, yeah. I don't want to speak that into your, life, into your life. Yeah. But I also need to understand that this has previously caused us to have a very intense conversation where the two of us walked away not talking. Wow. So why are you so passionate about Mm. it and then um it really resulted in this person needing to do obviously introspection and then they were like no but the reality is that the way i grew up people spoke into my life Mm. that i'm going to be nobody that i'm going to be a thief that i'm most probably probably going to end up yes and then they personalized it and i'm like see it's one of those i call them arrows yeah arrows that somebody legit like plucked on you yeah and this person is in their thirties, yeah. and now they're still sitting with it, sure, and it's something that was most probably said as a child. Yeah. So then, in my head, I was just like, "Okay, have the vocabulary to be able to speak to what it is that you want or do not want in a relationship, instead of being an insecure attachment style, mm. and then also holding on to." But I want to be loved, but I don't know how to tell you. Exactly. And I'm going to force my love on you, but I also don't know how to communicate that. So you seeing it as I'm clingy Mm. and I'm seeing it as, but I'm loving you. Yeah. yeah. No, honey, you're not because you're not communicating. Everything is communicated. Yeah. So anyways. (laughs) I love that. That is, that is, that is actually very interesting. I want us to talk about relationships not only romantic but i guess also like our normal you know um friendships etc now that we've spoken about like what attachment styles are what leads to one you know the type of people we've dragged kudzai here and there if i'm listening to this and i'm like i have a boyfriend or girlfriend who's let's say an insecure and i'm also insecure Mm. or if i'm secure and i would have an insecure basically i understand the dynamics of my relationships and now i'm able to place these people in the different categories what's my next step in ensuring that these relationships flourish because you know we're not doomed because we Mm. have insecure attachment styles true it's not something that's you know 
that stays with you. I mean, we've got Pearl who's managed to, you know, work her way through like a secure attachment style. Mm. What do I need to do, especially in relation to the people I love and are around me? So hard conversations. Mm. Those hard, brutal, I almost want to say naked. <laughs> naked <laughs> conversations where you call out everything yeah so because often we tend to uh, you know brush things under the rug and we're like no we don't need to talk about that i'll give you an example so so say for example you are an ambivalent attachment style and you constantly the one going out of your way Mm. your type of attachment style is a people pleaser people giver you just want to shower people with things Mm. we love you Mm. you just sometimes i've personally feel like you guys overdo it yeah we do because then do. i'm just like stop giving gifts mm. like if we spend quality time and you call me out and i call you out i've never walked out of in any of my friendships mm. i've never walked away from a conversation not being a better version of myself oh, in that. any of yeah. my friendships and and i have a very small circle that's semi-big mm-hmm um, but I've never because all of them contribute. So, for example, if you're going to have that friend that never calls you, that never invites you to places, they're always inviting their other ratchet friends. Sorry, I'm not yeah. saying that people are ratchet, <laughs> but they're always inviting the those other friends. But then when they need now the emotional support, then or, they come to you. Yeah, or, or they need. Yeah, I then they used. come to you. <laughs> no, but it's because people do use you. Yeah, and. You now need to have a conversation and call Pearl up and say, Pearl, me, what's up? can we uh, meet up for coffee? Mm. Let's let's have a conversation. And then you legit lay it down for Pearl to say, I'm busy doing work on myself. And I'm not saying that this is your fault, mm. but I'm picking up. There are aspects of our friendship that I just need us to clarify. Love that. So that it's not a thing of you attacking Pearl and mm. you're not making Pearl feel like, oh, so your therapist yeah. said <laughs> I'm not a good friend. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just like, no, I just want to work it oh, out. Exactly. And then you call them out and you're like, when you want to go out, then I also want to go yeah. out. I mean, life is hip and happening yeah. out here. If we're going to um, be sad together, let's be happy together. Period. Exactly. Yeah. And if we're going to enjoy our money together, let's also enjoy when we both broke. broke yeah. So, but then the I have a, a question, just a follow up question. If you feel like you're always the one that's bringing up the difficult conversations, mm-hmm. then you're in the wrong friendship. Gotcha. Or relationship. Gotcha. Woo! <laughs> no, because the thing is, everything is reciprocal. Yeah. And then also, sometimes when we are dealing with ourselves and another person, so y- your question was, how do we make sure that we flourish in relationships when we are still in the insecure in the attachment insecure style? Attachment yeah. style? So you flourish by having hard conversations. Yeah. You flourish by them being able to actually listen and take in what you're saying and either apologize or do the work. Yes. But also you being able to just forgive them and let it go Mm. because the reality is that if you're not going to forgive them, you're going to keep bringing it up and that's also not fair. Mm. And also forgiveness is not generally for the other person. It's for you. It's for you. So let's keep on. They say... um, um, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping the other person exactly dies. right. Period, yeah. So yeah, so then you forgive them, but then also you start seeking out people that are like-minded. Mm. This thing of us thinking that because I work with someone, they are gonna be my BFF, mm. honey. No, 
get friends <laughs> no because yeah. it's it doesn't mean it doesn't that mean i'm it. a very i i i box things mm. i really i'm very bad at that i <laughs> box things so generally if you are a colleague you're gonna remain a colleague there's very few people that have managed to get through the colleague to go into to friendship, friendship yeah because also I'm not trying to confuse our relationship yes, so that when I'm busy calling you out on your BS. And it also helps you manage your expectations. Exactly. So if colleague doesn't show up to your baby's baby shower, you're like, oh, it's, it's, it's a colleague. Exactly. Now you have everyone um, under the umbrella of friend. And I see, that's what that, that, that I'm trying to start <laughs> coming up also. What, wait, what? Is yeah, it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, How? Because yeah. you're not expecting people to No, show. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. Guys, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out of here. It's a wrap. <laughs> I can't do this. It's my podcast. I'm joking. It, yeah, because... But I hear you. Because when you secure... Like, I remember, obviously, um, having had multiple showers and birthdays and... <laughs> you guys have just gone through a whole lot of stuff. Positive um, stuff, so we thank God. Yeah, yeah, it's all beautiful, <laughs> all beautiful. But I remember even for my bridal shower, yeah. um, a lot of people were invited, but only I think about 15 showed up. When I got there, what I said to my mom was, these are the people that are meant to be here. I'm yeah. not holding no grudges to people that you didn't see, show I up. Wouldn't, you yeah. missed out on me being the most Gorgeous, gorgeous bride absolutely ever, and drinking things that we shouldn't <laughs> speak of um that came in pink drinks love it and colorful drinks lost. <laughs> exactly Aww. so so yeah so then you you respond according to your attachment style and you caught me Shucks. yeah guys i love her i love her can we keep her <laughs> Guys, can we keep her? I promise I will. Oh, we can put on a payroll some. <laughs> oh, some. We need to do that. Honey, some. so the figure started zero, zero. <laughs> I love it. But thank you for sharing with us. And thanks for dragging me. I, I don't have a problem with being dragged, especially when it comes to, um, you know, personal development. and Because we sometimes just think personal development is confined to getting another degree, mm. another master's. Granted, yes, it is. But mm. then there's more. You know, I always say if you don't get these critical things right you can't get the you can't enjoy your phd do you know what i mean in mechanics or whatever you guys studying at these days i don't know what you're saying climate change i don't know child but yeah you you need to be a holistic planet <laughs> you need to be a holistic yeah. human being who's you know able to show up as their best self in the world and i don't know i'm just grateful to have had this conversation i certainly learned so much from me i mean it's yes. one thing to read it <laughs> it's one thing to read it but then to hear you break it down yeah. and the passion you have for people and just you know i guess spreading the message i am so grateful i don't know what parting words do you have for the people are listening today yeah this uh, you caught me off guard there but mm -hmm. thank you so much for the opportunity let's start there mm -hmm. i think it's one of those things i'm i'm pro women stand coming together standing together to better our society because mm -hmm. at the end of the day we are the pillars mm -hmm. we love you man we love you we love you <laughs> we are the pillars because at the end of the day if we're going to stand together and we're going to be able to want best for each other we're yeah. going to be able to get what's best yeah out of everything i mean being a mother mm. to a girl child yes lord the most beautiful baby help girl. me um <laughs> in order to instill that mindset so i think my parting words is always seek to be the healthier version of yourself in everything you do Love if it. you wake up in the morning and you have relationships in your life that are not improving you daily mm. review those relationships 
it's okay. I always, um, we pray a prayer in my household that says that, um, Lord, remove any unreasonable men and women out of our lives. Period. Because if they are not meant to be there and they are not contributing to the health and the wealth of our lives, mm. then askis, bye-bye, yeah. we love you, mm. but we are not in a season to journey. And it's okay when you pray that prayer and you are remaining with yourself. Yeah. I promise you, you won't die alone. God will give you exactly whom you need whenever you need. And being single single is not the end of the world. I was so, (laughs) no, no. I was so single when my husband found me Mm. that when he asked me out for the third time, um, besides the point. (laughs) For the third time. That's on tenacity, okay? (laughs) I had to ask myself, am I willing to actually sacrifice the singlehood yeah. that I'm enjoying so much mm. for this guy. Mm. And is he going to contribute or is he going to take away? Ah. And when the answer was, he's going to contribute, that was like, check. Okay, fine. I'll keep you. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep so you. Be, you single, be single enough to enjoy and ask yourself the right questions when the right one comes. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much <laughs> for gracing our pod. Thank and you. thank you for listening. Please don't forget to tune in and listen to every other thing that yep. we've released. And thank you. Thank you.